Are you ready for the centennial? Oh, yes, honey. It's Drag Race's 100th episode and 100th workroom entrance from a drag queen. I mean, 101 if you count Sharon's twice. This season has so many <laughs> iconic divas on it, and we get to meet them all again on this first episode. Such young, tender-faced, unpumped babies. Honey, there is an all-winners photo shoot, a throwback to old design challenges of yore, and a good old lip-sync battle on the runway. Plus, we get the classic moment of everyone getting out of drag for the first time around one another. Ooh, they're so cute. I'm going to fuck my sister. I'm just such a top. <laughs> Are you ready for things to get classique again? What if, what if we go classique, classique? Not classique, classique. <laughs> Come on, season eight. Let's move into the house. M. Oh. M. Mom. Praise Chaser. Hello. Uh, hello. And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classique. <laughs> a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello. I'm a seasonal songbird named Willem. Seasonal song uh, scent bird. Um, it's <laughs> it's time. You know what? We're in a classic state of mind, and it, it is it is time to embark upon a new season. It's called season eight. Mm-hmm. The centennial, which is a a female Shent- pronoun. Centennial <laughs> didn't work. They're not all going to be winners here. Just like most of the girls this season. Um, oh my god. This is the 100th episode of Drag Race that we're covering today. Uh, season 8, episode 1. And um, this is when the show started to be 90 minutes long. So we're now a three-hour podcast. <laughs> Super size me. We have a skipper and we have a movie star. We do, and, Marianne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dipper's playing them all. The when when I first put this episode on, I thought I was putting on the wrong season because it's a sizzle of all the like early seasons and like oh I fits saw you fashions. Mm-hmm. I saw you. I saw. Wait, am I um, in there? Oh yeah, you're definitely in there. Oh oh, oh you nice. know his name. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're in there. Courtney made it. That's when they still liked her. Um, Good oh, graces. Oh. Yeah, a lot of the girls are in there, and they brought up a lot of the girls back to do little pop-ups for uh, this thing, um, but the girls start flooding in through the door like they own the place, and first up is Naomi Smalls, 21 years old, from Redlands, California. This is she- so wild to me. I know. First of all, okay, I have to start by saying... Say it. Speak. I, I feel like my sort of remembrance of it. Like I was probably like in an all-stars mode. I was like working a lot. So I was like, I was watching Drag Race, but I wasn't like deeply like, I I watched it, but I wasn't like fanatical because I was, I had my own shit going on in, in my life. But this season is so good. The, the, the number of stars and icons going on here 
It's so wild. Maybe it's a constellation. Like, Mama, Naomi Smalls walks in the door at 21 years old and I is found out fully an icon already. Already. And it's it's yeah. definitely like she could tell she had a, a good, strong drag mama. She grew up watching the show. She was well aware of who the AAA girls were. Um, <laughs> she Check knew your lipstick all, before you come for me. <laughs> she knew all about us, honey. Um, and she is in hooker heels and a black leotard looking uh, lovely. And she said right in the center, right on the spotlight where it should be. Um, so hot, so gorgeous, I thought, so beautiful. I always thought her name was Naomi Cam after Naomi Campbell and um, Joan Smalls, Biggie but Smalls. it's after Naomi Campbell and Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Which, I mean, two icons. Uh, yeah. Next up to the party, we have Cynthia Lee Fontaine, who hails from Puerto Rico, but she's currently residing in Austin, Texas. And baby, from the get-go, like, you're not fully aware of everything she is saying, but you're like, who is she? She's fun. Let me sit next to her. She's the let me sit she next to her girl. Is, she is such a firecracker. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, mis amores? Do you want to see my cuckoo? <laughs> she says cuckoo four times within the first minute. Honey, she knows what she's doing. She, she ain't cuckoo. That's what it is. She is no fool, and she knows all about branding. And you have to say it so many times to make sure it gets in the TV show. Yeah, what would wrong. you describe this dress line? <laughs> I'm just curious. Okay. Like, I wouldn't have the words for it. So the dress is a dress that on a... on a, a, <laughs> If a woman were to wear it... Her titties would be out, 100%. It's a breastless, it's a breastless um, dress. Do you think it's custom, or do you think she just pulled the titty line down and then put a bra on with it? Two bras. No, it's designed to be that way. But yes, she is wearing two brassiers, and there's a pattern that says words on love, her dress. Love, This is like, yeah, amor, love. Probably cuckoo somewhere. <laughs> and All she said, bra. I'm going to put on a black bra and then I'm going to put on a red sparkly bra over that bra. And then the dress is going to scoop down underneath the bras to show my, my breasts. She said, oh, you wanted a peekaboo? <laughs> well, peekaboo, bitch. <laughs> peekacuckoo. Uh, Jesus. Uh, she is color sprayed. She is pageant hair. She tells Naomi that she is pageant, but also comedy because cuckoo. Um... <laughs> Wow. And she's instantly like likable and like she instantly makes Naomi kind of warm up and become a human. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And next in the room is Dax exclamation point. Or Dax. <laughs> she's a little chilly. She says, What's up, nerds? And she says she's inspired by cosplay and comic books. And uh, I think Naomi's one goes, Oh, Storm, okay. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> she looks a little bit like Aurora Monroe. Well, that's the look, honey. She loves comic books. She's definitely coming from that point of view, which is a huge thing in the drag world. A lot of us are, you know, a lot inspired. of us are in the nerd subculture and love gaming and love comic books. So she's representing that for sure. Mm-hmm. Nisha Lopez. Honey, 31. What? She says, hola, the beauty is here. And she, the uh, beauty is near. Near. <laughs> she, 
She says the most important part of her drag is the physical appearance. And where's the lie? Because they like, got her. They saw her coming and they said. They said, oh, you're a continental? Okay. We're going to make you a countinental, honey. <laughs> Send her right back said, to county. You know, Clark Patrick County, girls, honey. Magic girls kind of have a problem with this show, so why don't we really stick it to them? <laughs> why don't we're, we really take the literal Miscontinental? We're gonna take the highest of the high of the pageant winners, <laughs> and we're gonna really? we're gonna give you uh, the dirty dog at it, dirty downward dog, <laughs> because that's the direction you're going, and that's what we're gonna do to you. We're gonna dog you out dirtily, and then send you downward. The um, beauty is there. <laughs> I love uh, the beauty. About to go home. <laughs> I love the beauty is here. The beauty was here. <laughs> I she, love. It. I would Katie like to bitch. say her penmanship is incredible. That <laughs> mirror note, <laughs> impeccable. Um, she is beautiful. She's wearing um, so gorgeous. A, fe- a feathered. It's separates, but it's elegant evening separates. A feathered. Uh, what would you call this? A blouse. Where's the picture? It's a black feathered, like long sleeved top, and then a white uh, circle skirt, a shoe, a black blunt bang, long hair. Yes. She is beautiful. Well, honey, she's ready for television. And a glove. She honey. said, you never know what. Also, she's so gorgeous in and out Just of drag. Gorge. Her Mr. Continental? Fabian. Fabian. Oh. Mama, boy? we're doing boy names now. Fabian, because she runs in the page as Fabian, and she's fucking breathtaking. She's ridiculous. She looks yeah. great. I'd like girl. A blunt bang is is never a bad idea on Drag Race because you never know what the lighting is going to be like or what they're going to be doing to you if they're going to be I... dousing you with water or tar and feathering you. As long as your your jaw isn't wider than the cut of the bang, you're good. And hers is not. Is that she the is key? Well, I mean, okay, think of it if we put like, you know, old um like a lantern jawed bitch in um in in a blunt bang. And the bang went okay. to here and then the jaw's out here. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's not the moment. Some real. some girls don't get bangs and bangs. Um, oh dear! But Cynthia bang, bang and into the room, <laughs> bang bang, please leave the room. Uh, <laughs> Cynthia and Nation know each other from Continental and the pageant scene. And um, next, we have a cold front. Acid Betty comes in. She says, "No need to adjust your TV sets. This acid trip is all real. This is the season of trite and cliche entry lines because that is trite." Why do you think that's trite? Uh, Look it up, like it's it. trite. It's trite. It's not funny. It's not even amusing. It's just like, okay, so that's what you think of yourself. I guess. It's, and then she goes on to say, "I'm a bitch," and then she's like, "I'm gonna run around the workroom and put my stink on everything," which is fine. But like, try to make some friends because you're certainly not gonna make them with that face. Oh my God! What is your what is your damage, Heather? What is your hang up with Asdid Betty? You're really like going for her right now. What, it's I'm I'm not going for her. I'm just describing how I feel about her entrance. Like when when I go into a room with strangers, I 
generally would want to engender myself to them and try to try to come off. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I try to blow everybody. Okay, she is doing the opposite. She's trying to what make enemies out of people. What was your entrance line? My entrance line was, hey. I, no, I didn't say anything. I just kind of giggled and then I started licking everything and then I went around and did like a five minute stand up set. I went to oh, because you were first in the room. Yeah, right. I was. I am that bitch. <laughs> um, don't you forget get um yeah i just don't understand why why someone would choose this as a tactic like be, maybe being a bitch is your thing and everything but like what do you think will come of this that's good is she going for is she saying okay i'm gonna choose to be the amorosa i'm gonna choose to be the villain yes. i know how i can stick around is that it because if that's your tactic there's better ways to go about it like at least be funny at this po- point in her career, she had been established, she had been around, and she probably had received in New York City the note that she is a little abrasive and kind of a bitch. So she's taking that and saying, "Probably, I'm going to lead with it. I'm not going to like try and like, oh, I'm t- t- try to sugarcoat my personality for TV. It's like, no, I'm known in New York as being... A kind of a, a kind of a bitch, but I'm really good at drag, and I'm just gonna own that, and that's gonna be like who I am anyway. So I might as well like be in front of it. That's what I think she's doing. Yeah, I, and, and I I'm, don't think she's concerned with making friends because she says in the interview chair, "We're all in this competition together, and I'll throw these cunts under a bus." <laughs> that bus is coming by. I'm th- I'm throwing them under. I like get the it. Movie but speed. Like the movie Speed. Where Dennis I'm, Hopper sets off the little mini bomb, and the one the one woman ru- gets uh, pulled under the bus. I just I just don't get why why you would try to be unentertaining. Like if you're gonna be a bitch, I don't make think it she's funny. trying to be unentertaining. Maybe you just think she's not entertaining to you. Were you entertained? <laughs> I, I'm feeling entertained. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we can move on to someone else. Um, Robbie turned her. She is, um, she is a vision in, would you call this a peach or an apricot or a salmon? It's a, it's a, it's a dusty rose. Is it? Or a. It's definitely not a Persian it's like a, rose. It's a very pale pink. It's very pretty. It's very boudoir, um, cone titty. <laughs> Tell me who white, chose the white panty. The they white zoomed panty. in on that too. They zoomed in. They, they did said, a look up and down. Is she not wearing hip pads either? Something is go something is amiss. She seems slim of hip, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like <laughs> not slim of hip. I yeah. have to say, Robbie, this is one of the funniest entrance room work li- workroom lines ever. And mm-hmm. I say this so often. I say I didn't realize this was happening today all the time. I think it's so funny. I said um, it when so I didn't show up for the podcast two that. weeks ago. <laughs> no call, no show. <laughs> she looks beautiful. Um... She's very old Hollywood glamour. Um, and she's from glamour. Seattle. And I feel like she looks like James Monsoon. Like the silhouette, the hairstyle, it's so jinx. I was going like, to say no lie, but. 
We know how that was. Okay. Uh, I, I just, I feel like you would have to be aware. Like, even if, let's just say, let's say Robbie Turner was doing that silhouette long before Jinx. And, you know, and they just happened to have a similar silhouette. You would have to be aware that Jinx was just on the TV show. She was always doing boudoir. She was always doing red hair, like old Hollywood. So, like, if you're a Seattle queen, would you... I don't know. I would want to differentiate myself from the winner icon who just came before me. Same, same. Like, if I would have walked in in, like, a a witch hat on season five, that would have been not the best move to me, I don't think. Yeah, no. Um, I just think that, yes, everything you said is true. Thank you. Uh, That feels so good to hear. I nominate myself to go home. I no longer want to be here. I Thank want to you. be on the the hunt for the greatest Christmas lights competition. I'm oh, home. And I need $700. Can you pass me your handbag? Give- <laughs> <laughs> Kimchi is next to the Kim floor. Kimchi. Kimchi. These are names. Baby. Baby. These, These are, are major names. Uh, statements, legends, and stars. She says, I came to chop suey the competition. And Girl. she said she's soft-spoken, but shady. Um, she, she She says in her interview, she says, do not come for me. And then she holds up a matcha donut and says, get it? Donut. Donut. Donut come for me. Branding. She made shirts she's, out of that pretty fast, too. Yeah, she ain't yeah, She's all. so funny. She's one of the funniest queens out there. Mm-hmm. Um, her wit is razor sharp. Oh, baby. Um... I didn't even and have to I shave mean, some days when I was with her. <laughs> and because <laughs> her, her wit is sharp. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got a lot of mouths this season because Thorgy is up next. And first of all, she starts lying. Pathological liar. She says she 29. Say? She's like, I'm 29. I'm, where did that come from? I'm 31. <laughs> Trying to pull a Manila. Those New York girls like to lie about their age on the Chirons. Trend alert. Season 8. Pathological lie. <laughs> 100%. She says, it's Dorji with the T-H and Orgy with the I feel incredible. Um, and she says she's a colorful fashion clown. Um, she is. She I honest- knew Dorji from New York. Like, we... We worked together when, you know, we would, like, go to New York pre-drag race. Dorji was my first New York gig after Drag Race. It was at the Ritz. And when they asked me for names for season five, how they always do, I told them Detox, Dorji, and Ivy. Because... She's she's definitely a staple in the community. And I'm taking my pants off. (laughs) It's so hot in here. It's so hot. You're in, in this the direct room. sun. You're in the direct well, sun right I now. Right well, I need my lighting to be right. Oh, okay, honey. For the video we publish. <laughs> no, just do not come so for I... her. Do not, do not miss. Yeah. I had strapped. It's probably gonorrhea. It's not. Who did? Dipiana. Uh huh. The diptress. Oh, it's tonsillitis. She's been dipping into oh. muddy waters. Um. <laughs> so, are we taking a break? No. Was that I real? Just, oh, okay. I was just saying you were taking your pants off. So. Are, you, are you wearing panties, bitch? Thank you. Because panties. that made the supercut. That definitely <laughs> made the supercut. It's weird because I it, watching the supercut at the top of this episode, I heard a lot of our soundboard. And, mm. you know, we have good taste. 
Um, we do. Th- so Thorgy is our second New York girl to enter the room. Two and- New York girls. Girls. And then I our- love Thorgy. She's fucking awesome. What uh- was Thorgy doing the first time you met her? Because the first time I met her, she was dressed as a penguin. I. I don't remember, but I just, I remember her being, like, very warm and very gregarious and, and very lovely and giving Drunk. us fucking, gi- yeah, <laughs> and giving us opportunities where, yeah. you know, to to work in New York City as a drag queen is, like, a is a big honor. And yeah. she gave, you know, she gave us the chance as, like, young, like, unknown fucking, fucking queens out there. So, God bless her. I love her. Uh, and speaking of iconic New York drag queens, Bob the Drag Queen, mm-hmm. at age 29, yeah, she walks comes in, in. Doesn't say anything. And her bodysuit says, unt, and then she holds out her arm into a C. This is... I, can, I just can't believe... Bob the drag queen. I, I'm just... I, I am obsessed was a twink? with Bob the drag queen. So. He was a twink. <laughs> Uh, I just, I'm so obsessed with her and it's so funny to see her on this show, you know, sort of like, uh, it's just, it's really, really great. I just love the season and I love her. And the fact that she fucking has cunt written right there on TV is, first of all, the stuntiest thing ever. And it's made out of like electrical tape. So she's, a gu- I, I can't say enough about her, I love her. She looks raggedy, but it's funny, so she gets a pass. <laughs> Was Bob the Drag Queen the proto Spanky Jackson uh, on <laughs> season eight? I can't. I, I like. They're both really, I'm, really talented people, but Bob is. I think um, Bob. Bob is. I think Bob's prettier than Spanky. I'll say that. Well, but yes. Spanky's makeup skills are better than Bob's. The. It's just, it's very wild to see Bob, like, in her early drag on this season being sort of rough around the edges. But it so doesn't matter because she's so head funny. and shoulders above, like, the entire competition. Like, so funny, so brilliant in all the challenges. I don't know like, about head and shoulders. She's definitely got some shoulders, for sure. <laughs> but a lot of these girls are really talented. I don't think Bob was a runaway winner. She was a standout. She was to a standout. Well, I guess we'll watch the season and we'll we'll make a decision as we watch. I guess we will. Um, but Rob, there's definitely Rob, something about that one. There's something about Bob. And there's also something about all these New York girls that Robbie just doesn't take a liking to. She says, these New York girls are a bit much, talking over each other, just too energetic. I don't know. Well, Robbie Robbie just wants a good sweet time, sweet little lies. Okay. Um Lila McQueen comes in at oh, age 22. Oh, I forgot 22. how to say it. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Gloucester, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies, let's turn up the juice and see what shakes loose. See, also this is an icon. Funny. This is funny. There's a little rhyme. It's kind of like disgusting. Mother um, Goose. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's it's like it's it's amusing. Um <laughs> it wasn't like hilarious, but like she's there, um, looking like Beetlejuice Hooker. She obviously knows uh, who she is. Category is <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice Hooker. Hooker. <laughs> it's like one of those wheels you spin. Um yeah. and I'm glad she's there. Uh 
<laughs> Shishi Devane, honey. Oh my gosh. She says, Another icon. Les bon temps brûlants, which means let the good times roll. She let is the a- good times roll. Hailing from Shreveport, Louisiana, Louisiana Glamour. Mm-hmm. And where did you think she got this idea? What? Her entrance look. Can I see? Oh, the, it's the garbage bag. Yeah. Sorry, I watched this a few days ago. <laughs> I but didn't I... know this was happening today. <laughs> no, I watched it a few days ago, but I love visual reminders because I have amnesia. Now, her, her bodice of the garbage bag is very sculpted. It looks like yes. it was maybe like melted somehow or adhered or braided and then melted. It's it's really beautiful. It's kind of McQueenish. She has a black glove, black hair. Um her her she knows her her silhouette for sure. And a, a statement ring. There's great craftsmanship that goes into this garbage bag dress. When she does uh, it. And when she does that, I mean, when I did it, I literally just wrapped, I just wrapped a plastic tablecloth with one safety pin around my waist. And that was that. We saw. This is actually a very well-crafted, well-constructed garment. And drag queens have been using unconventional materials forever. So this is not, you know, this is, this is a drag staple is the good old black plastic. And she makes it look fucking lovely. Mm-hmm. I agree. Speaking of lovely, we have Creole fish. <laughs> Creole fish. Um, there is, there is. We are now ready for the hundredth queen to walk into the workroom, and she goes. She goes by the name Barrack Darry, and she is flipping and dipping. She looks great. Derek she is looks fucking awesome. Derek looks like a piece of fucking pop tart pop culture. Beauty, like soft, oh. honey. Tell somebody was fucking her right because she's happy to be there. She's like, "Hi, everybody! Yeah, it's me." <laughs> Robbie Turner is so excited. She goes around introducing herself, and then she sits down and she's like, "Has anybody else not had carbs for two weeks?" And everyone's like, "Huh? Huh?" The, they're <laughs> That's like, "Such a courtly thing to say." Girl. <laughs> it's so courtly to me at that moment. Um, <laughs> Krakita? Derek, Derek, she's cousin. What an icon! I mean, was known worldwide, and this is one of those. This is one of those things that works against you on Drag Race. It's really an uphill battle to have such a reputation that precedes you. Is it to have such a name? Yes, it is because okay. she's known as a Britney Spears girl. You know how they do on this show. I, I mean, I think some girls do fine. It's all with what you do with it. I, I it's didn't... what they do with it. Well, you to they you. can only they can only do what you let them do based off what you what you give them. And Derek, at this point, this was a year where like if a drag queen was on TV, it was either for Drag Race or America's Got Talent or some like rinky dink hooker role. Still at this point, so it was jealous. Just, are you? <laughs> fuck off! It it was it was just about to change. It was on the precipice of you know what? Fine. What what what? <laughs> No, go on. I I don't think every girl who comes in with a reputation is necessarily going to be dogged out immediately. Like they waited to dog out Courtney until the end, you know, like it just depends on if you're self-aware, if if you come off as like if you think you're untouchable, I think. And like Derek kind of that doesn't work. Yeah, Derek, Derek doesn't 
doesn't do that yet. He does he doesn't like alienate himself. He tries to be friends with the girls and all that stuff. But Bob says right out, she's like, is Beyonce scared of Britney? Because Bob ain't scared of Derek. <laughs> but um we're gonna take a break. Okay. Has anyone else been carb free for two weeks? <laughs> I would like eat a, a fucking pie. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, Mm. try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Welcome, ladies. Now, whether you're walking children or nature or feeling the shade of it all, the time has come for you to Asia, Asia, Asia Palante. Because, bitch, you may be from Chicago or Cameroon, but this is not RuPaul's best friend race. I have one thing to say. May I call you Jiggly? And let, let me just tell you that that 
message, that video message, had three references to season four. So if we want to talk about iconic seasons, I'm just going to leave that there. Okay? Well, I didn't this see any def- season six um, or season five mentions. Whatever season. Oh, so five. fuck my drag is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. Sure. Go off. Uh, I want to see you go off. This um, <laughs> This but season, Shade of It All is an Alaska song, actually. But Latrice is the one who said it. <laughs> this so. season really is self-referential in a way that, you know, that that they, I think season seven was sort of the start of that. The sort of like, the first six seasons mm-hmm. were now commentating on the newer season, girls. Yes. The first six seasons, seven seasons kind of, were not able to suck their own dicks yet because it seems like they had opposable thumbs, but they couldn't suck themselves. Season eight can suck their own dicks and finger themselves. It can eat. It's the monster eating itself. You know what yes, I mean? Totally. And and you're 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 that's totally what I was thinking too. This is finally when Drag Race was finally self aware. You know, so self aware because I think they wanted to exist as their own thing long enough. Mm-hmm. And now that they were established, they were like, we're 90 minutes, bitch. We are worldwide, bitch. Yeah. I mean, this is this is definitely it's a hundred, it's a hundred episodes. And shows when they reach a hundred episodes, that's pretty much the point where you get sent into syndication. That's the money point. So like a hundred mm. episodes is big. And that's what they start talking about. And RuPaul comes in the workroom and says, Derek, you're the hundredth queen. And Derek's like, Oh my God, you know my name. <laughs> I'm not I'm not selling eight by tens right now, though. Um, oh. And Rue, this is a hat season for Rue. She does a lot of hats. She liked hats. I love it too. She looks great. And the mini challenge is a photo shoot lens by the legendary Matthew Anderson. Hallelujah. Icon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I mean, talk about being self-referential. It's a photo shoot with all the past winners yeah. of the show. So a lot of divas in the room. Oh, except Bianca. Uh huh. Bianca was what privilege. Bianca was couldn't filming. do it. No, well they couldn't they didn't, do it. They didn't Too give busy. her. They didn't give her the lead time. Like they literally asked like a week or two before. So cunty to not show I, up to this. <laughs> this no. This was when we were doing um, Hurricane Bianca. So like she couldn't leave right. her own movie, you know. And like if they would have given her time. She could have, but, and she she wanted to. She didn't want to say no, but, like, she had to. So they got our good friend Blake from Arkansas, Blake Jacobs, to shave, which he, which he never does. And they used him as the Bianca stand-in. The clown. Mm-hmm. And, which uh, is funny. It was hilarious. And everybody loves Blake. He's one of those, uh, like, just gregarious people that is, you instantly talk to him, and you're like, okay. He's fun. He's a good time, girl. He gets it. Oh, Blake's wonderful. Love her. Yeah. And uh, this is Matthew at his cuntiest and finest. Just like, <laughs> he can make you wither with a little comment. And the <laughs> he way he's really telling Shiji Devane, he's like, you look about this tall with your little feet <laughs> and that big bag. <laughs> she does. Uh, she looks like, what's her name? Um, The lady, Miss Juicy. <laughs> Tiny, tiny, this tiny. Is, this is so intimidating to like go in and just hold your own in this room with all these fucking major icons. This Bob the Drag Queen really does 
a great job with it. She comes in and she's like, I just want to sit and stare blankly at the camera and makes everyone laugh. Yeah, a lot of the girls do great, I think. Um, Sharon is grand. This is when Sharon became grand. This is not trash bag <laughs> She's Sharon acting anymore. Grand. This is this is this is Miss Money Sharon. Like, <laughs> there better be cocaine and cigs in the dressing room. This is the Miss Money oh Sharon God. needles. She's when when the girl when the one girl is blocking her and ooh, grand. Oh, Sharon is mad. Who who are your standouts? I mean, Derek Barry is glowing. She's wearing all white. She grabs the chair. She turns it backwards. She knows exactly what she wants to, like, it works so great with her look. She stands out from all the other girls. My favorite was Naomi. Because she stood on that. I I was waiting for a girl to get up on the, to stand on the little seashell part of the, and nobody did that. But Thorgy was great. Um, Shishi Devane walked in and Violet says garbage. Um, I, garbage, garbage. <laughs> why are why is the word Santi Alley written after Cynthia Lee Fontaine? Because Cynthia Lee kind of sounds like Santi Alley, and Rue always calls her Santi Alley. Oh, huh. Because Cynthia says Cynthia is like Cynthia. Cynthia Lee mm-hmm. kind of sounds like Santi Alley. Okay. I get that now. Um, a couple of girls definitely had ripped tights. Layla, Bob, <laughs> Jinx calls it out. I, I, you know whose photo also was pretty great? Uh, Robbie Turner. Yeah, beautiful. But, um, you know, I don't think Acid Betty made very many friends in the interview chair. She said, you know, it's very intimidating sitting next to these wannabe ass drag queens. Oh my god! And the way that Robbie Turner is talking, like to Sharon. Like, girls in hard fronts should not talk to girls in lace fronts like that, in my oh opinion. My but her picture was fire. She really looked, she, like, if there had to be a winner, for me, it was between Naomi, Derek, uh, Robbie, and uh, all of them. Kim. Kim was great. Kim was like, she, she looked <laughs> Matthew, like. Matthew says Layla reminds him of a dog trying to get comfortable on a cat. <laughs> Layla looked like she was shitting a shoe. She looked like she was shitting a combat boot. Literally, it was not a flattering look. Um, but you know, she she did her best. Um, there, it's it, there's nothing like a Matthew photo. All the girls end up looking fine. Um, and, and, and do you remember when they posted this picture so you could pose with the winners at DragCon? They posted like a huge blow up, like a life size picture of all the winners. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't go near it. I just didn't make it under the under the wire for that photo shoot, huh? You weren't because a I was. I'm the next winner, eh? Yeah. All stars too. Mm-hmm. Thank. Is that when? Um, no, you actually won that season. Ben didn't leave. That wasn't your season, was it? No, that happened later. Okay. Um, back to my in knowledge. The, back in the workroom, of course, we have the thing that happens every season. Yes. Ooh, I want to see what everyone looks like out of drag. Everybody's so cute. <laughs> she, she's... She, 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 she she's it. tricking for the sister dickens. Um, she is, honey. Yeah, and Thorgy decides she would like to sleep with Layla. She, she says she's a top. And I don't understand. I'm just such a top. And she loves, and they're like, there's this camera 
following Layla in these baggy ass drag panties, like the kind mm-hmm. the kind that you can tell have been like yanked back into her crack and then like yeah. pulled. You know when yeah. what you do with the boy I panties. Know. You know, know. And at this point, they're back in the normal spot, so it, they're like, you know, Blasting. drag. Yes, and I'm like, that's the shot they had to use. Well, honey, she's really cute, though. She is. Um, and after everybody gets out of drag, um, the girls go and stand where the judges usually stand, and then Rue addresses them from the main stage, mm-hmm. which is different. Um, it's different. It's different. And it looks for- <laughs> different, Dina. <laughs> And so for the maxi challenge of this episode, the queens are going to attempt a design challenge from a past season. More self-referential. It's the 100th episode. Like, let's reference and mm-hmm. not reference it. I freely. love it. Uh, Morgan um, McMichaels comes on stage, and they asked her to shoot a ping pong ball out of her ass, a la Priscilla Queen of the Desert. And she pulls up her cape and... <laughs> I think this is the last is, time we saw Morgan's OG face on TV. This is so unhinged, and I love it. I love it. it. I live so, for it. And what? they just show all the girls going, ooh, ooh. And then Morgan's <laughs> Morgan's uh, definitely trying to touch cloth right now, pushing it out. Pushing, pushing. And <laughs> she is so painted pretty. and beat and beautiful. This is definitely, uh, this might be a Hassoon hair. Bob acts like the ping pong ball hit him in the eye. Um... And it is, it's a moment. And then she licks her lips <laughs> and gives, ooh, face. She goes, ooh, that one felt good. I think it's a no wiper. Um, and then, so RuPaul purports to read a name off of the ball. And that name is the one that gets to assign who gets what challenge from Seasons of Yore. Robbie and Turner. The, so the basically, first- they just choose someone they think is going to be shady. Yes. I mean, it's a, not a random... It's not no, randomized. It's not it random at all. Who's an agitator here? Yeah. And Chanel comes out in a very casual Kelly outfit. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing drag on a dime. Oh, my God. She this is, is your moment. I want you to have it. It is. It is a. She's dressed as Nefertiti. Um, mm-hmm. Looking beautiful. Because why not? Why not? And then Latrice comes out. With uh, twirling a flag, and she says that she's going to be representing the float your boat category, which she was a runner up in. She did very good in that challenge. Oh, so you're mad. Why would I be mad? I won, bitch. <laughs> I know, I but didn't... you should have been asked to present the category, is what you're saying, baby. First of all, you think these girls got paid to do this? I did not need to be here for this. Also, I love that Latrice was like, You'll be wearing a boat. I am not wearing it. I'm not today. <laughs> I'm gonna spin this flag, mama. Because honestly, the boats the first time didn't fit her and Jiggly. And yeah. it was it was trash that no one thought of that. But um the the boat challenge is a wonderful challenge. I'm not surprised that they chose that. And then who comes out next? Our Violet Chatchit. Chatchkit. Violet Chatchkit is presenting the money ball. Uh-huh. Um uh, and then Robbie has to assign the three categories that came out to three people. And she gives drag on a dime to Nasha. Uh, okay. They break the, it up three by three to make it easier, I guess. Naomi Smalls. It, it would be a lot of people on stage. Yeah, but this also confused Robbie, I think, because he didn't realize he had to pick one for himself. Rotted. I know. Uh, Naomi Smalls gets the pride float. 
and the money ball is Acid Betty. And then more queens come out. Jinx Monsoon does the sugar ball. Uh, we are, we are the sugar babies. Tyrus on Chez, the glitter ball. Chad Michaels posts a pop optic couture. Mm-hmm. And Sugar Ball goes to Cynthia Lee, Glitter Ball goes to Shishi Devane, and Post Apocalypse Optic goes to Lila McQueen. And then more queens come out, and we got Raja doing the cake couture, BB Zahara Benet doing hairball, and Hello Kitty is from Hello Kitty. So that's probably Blake again. Um, <laughs> and then Robbie assigns I mean. cake couture to Thorgy, hairball to Kimchi, and Hello Kitty couture to Dax. And then our last wave of queens. There's so many queens here. I mean, the dressing rooms just must have been chaos. Raven. Some of the winners changed and some of them didn't. Violet didn't change. Because some people like to do the most. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Raven does Gone with the Window. The pit crew presents the queen who mopped Christmas. And Sharon does with a dog there are animals there are drag queens there are ping pong ball morgan mcmichael like shopping carts this is everything what is going on this is an unhinged it's a jubilee it's a hundred years honey i bet they said you know what we're never doing this again (laughs) well the next next year they had gaga so that was just as big I know, but that's only one person. This there, there's literally a dog on a leash, and I, and trying to get all the winners to show up on time Don't talk in one about room Sharon like that. <laughs> We're gonna take what? a break, and we'll come back and Chaos. find out who wins the bitch ball. Okay. <laughs> So we're back, and the bitch ball ends up being... Rough, 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 at the bitch ball. It's a litter. and I can um, lie on the ground. Look what I found. found. (laughs) I got laid at the pound. They went to to rhymezone.com for that bullshit. Well... Um, the bitch ball is the category that Robbie chooses when he she realizes... She ends up getting stuck with it because it's the last one. Yeah. The queen who mopped Christmas is Derek. Gone with the windows is Bob. Mm-hmm. And um, back in the workroom, the girls are stumbling onto their supplies. And some of them are not thrilled. Nasha specifically says she doesn't want to use this junk. She's like, I want to show off all the beautiful things I bought. (laughs) Mama, I know, but sometimes you got to make a garbage thing. Everybody knows the first challenge is always a design challenge because they want to get a girl that complains in the bottom. So any girl that complains in the first episode, just know that you're going to be in the bottom because that's how this works. Ask Sasha Bell. She's cracked the code and the code cracked back. She walked right in. Yeah. Uh, what Derek about is literally forgetting to give yourself a category. Like, wouldn't you be focused on? I'm gonna. Sasha Bell would never. One? Sasha Bell would never. <laughs> Sasha Bell. <laughs> Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chi Chi starts talking about how she's eating. No, dog it would be. 
it would be overwhelming to be there and you, your RuPaul is screaming at you and like fucking Chad Michaels just walked out holding a fucking live lion on a leash. Like, it's very overwhelming. So I understand that Robbie was like, oh, fuck, I didn't assign one for me. So How? I guess. Uh, like, it's. It, it had never been done on the show before. It's not like there was a strategy. She didn't know. Uh, I, uh, and you only see them three by three? I think right. the three by three thing confused him. Because like... It is confusing. When I had to give out teams and assign stuff, I knew first step, look out for you. And I grabbed my little bandana. Uh, I, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's an oversight on Robbie's part. Choose the pretty one. Mm-hmm. Choose the uh, Nebraska. <laughs> Do you think uh, Naomi calls Derek not creative just because he impersonates someone else? Because in my opinion, Naomi said that later in a confessional because she has eyebrows. And it's a different There's... confessional look. This is oh this is before God. they started making the girls do the same look in confessionals. Yeah. So there's this so was, many there's lots sound of bites. Yeah. There's so many sound bites of people saying Derek only knows how to do Britney Spears and that's not drag. Like literally it was as though a campaign was being created to, to de like to devalue Derek Barry as a public figure with this, with this episode, with this season. Like, but I think that's also just, that's the storyline they're really, really pushing. They're like, is Derek going to overcome only being Britney, a Britney Spears impersonator? And that is going to be her journey. But they didn't do that to fucking Chad Michaels. Yeah, you're right. And they it's didn't. One of those, it's one of those things where like, if you come in, but you're likable and you're, you're funny and gregarious, they're not going to be able to do it to you. They didn't, they tried to do it to me. It didn't work. I became a fan favorite. Nasha, yeah. they did it to. Derek, they're clearly doing it to. Um, who else yeah. was like a standout? Like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, like. It's, we get it's another. All... Anyway, sorry. We I'm get an... it down. We get another, is that a read? From RuPaul. She says it to Acid Betty in the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Is that a read? Can we play it? Is that a read? It could be. <laughs> mm, is that a read? That a read? I think RuPaul like exactly the same. Yeah. Rivals. We're definitely friends. We've never worked together. I actually haven't worked with a lot of queens in Brooklyn because I mostly work in Manhattan. Is that a read? Is that a read? It's the exact same intonation. I live. <laughs> Is that it could be? <laughs> As in Betty is nice as peaches to RuPaul, though she she might be the bitch and and throwing her bitchiness around to all the other girls, but not to Mother. Ru's already left, and she's like, "Thank you, RuPaul." <laughs> it, it's very um, bad. RuPaul is setting up Lila McQueen to to fail she says yeah. you seem kind of shy and you better get your shit together because the same thing that she did to oh to starlet on uk right now she's like if if a girl is shy and quiet she did it to princess they come for you so quickly because yeah. their goal is to either break you or make you they're not going to do both mm-hmm and this is when Layla says she thinks camouflage is a disgusting component of human culture. That's funny. 
but they didn't give it like the laugh line. And Rue, no, like Rue. No, they just cut to RuPaul going, uh huh. Hmm. So it's one of those things. And then Rue says, you better get your shit together. Like, wow. Way to, way to, way to, way to put a girl at ease. Why not just say, I'm not going to learn your name and I'm going to say it wrong in a couple months from now on TV. Get your shit (laughs) together, Lila. We'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And probably in 2024, right? Bobbly. <laughs> then everyone's freaking out, and then it's the next day, and Bob is originating the purse first, like cultural, mm-hmm. you know, moment. He says um, it is a known fact that a lady do carry a bag to dinner. A I woman can, can never be too sure in the evening. I can see how um, Bob is a big personality. <laughs> yeah, but he's always. <laughs> But she's always funny and like she's always and the people that don't like her can't take her because they're not her and they don't have that it factor, in my opinion. No, I I get that. But I'm just like, I can't imagine sort of being on a season with Bob the Drag Queen because she she is such a fucking force. Like, I would... Like, uh, of course the girls are pissed. Uh, They're like, well, I'm not as funny as this person. Like, I'm not crushing it and making the fucking camera people laugh constantly. So, like, some people just, like, wither in that, you know. And this bitch is doing it colorblind. Don't forget, she's colorblind. That's why she's asking other girls... And Kim's like, well, it kind of goes with the outfit. And Bob's like, bitch. <laughs> and it's one of those moments where where you're like, oh, she's working against being colorblind and it still works. She's lucky she got tones. But she's just hilarious. Brownie, Brownie top, top tones. tones. That's definitely a drag name. Brownie top tones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's her, that's her, uh, that's her name if she transitions. Brownie top tones. Yeah, Brownie Top Tones. Uh, Nasha is the Miss Continental. Hello. They work that in. Um, they're like, we just need you to get that story point in before you lip sync. <laughs> I mean, before you go out on the main stage. <laughs> and then Nasha explains Continental. They don't get to the point where, I mean, Nasha's being very diplomatic, but they never talk about how a lot of the Continental girls hated the Rue girls because we basically. Uh, usurped them in the drag world and started taking the big money gigs. Erica was very adamant about it. And it was one of those moments when Roxy got on where we're like, oh, okay, everything's going to be better now because, you know, Roxy was Erica's daughter and stuff. And it, right. it did it did get a little better, but Erica hated the Rue girls at first. And a lot of the girls did, which makes sense because a lot of the Rue girls would come into town, look for drugs, get fucked up, and not even put on a good show, but they got the gig because they were a name and, and they were on TV. Yeah. And they and got some, paid way more than yeah. so everyone I, else. I understand. didn't give a fuck and were disrespectful and, yeah, they, and were acting grand. They honestly were. And I understand why a lot of the Continental girls hated the Rue girls because a lot of us deserved it. I mean, that was your chance your first gig after the after the Rue show to prove yourself and to get a booking the next time by being talented and gracious and making people want to work with you again. A lot yeah. of them didn't do that. Um, Derek has been doing Britney for 12 years and she's Is saying, that a read? I need, no, uh-uh. she says she needs to prove that she can do more than just impersonate. 
Um, Kim For says sure. she's been, That's Kim's, clearly the storyline that we are being hammered. Honey, ha- we're being hammered by a by a hand filled made. We're being hammered by a hand made of a ham glove so ham-fistedly. <laughs> ham-fisting. Will, will you edit that to make it sound like I'm concise? Thank you. I want to talk about the motherfucking runway. Let's do it. This is what we came for. Pepe, this is what you came for. RuPaul in this beautiful hair that Matthew obviously styled upside down. That's the trick girls looking lovely. Ru is so soft. The Matthew mm. paint is so soft. It's like a, it's a fucking, it's a masterclass in softhood. Uh, it's giving pussy willow. Then this mirrored belt, she looks so great. And uh, we have some guest judges. Michelle is there. Pin straight hair. Ross. Nicole, Nicole Richie for making Nicole the cut Ritchie. She says, are you a good witch or a bad witch? And she says, I'm a sandwich, honey. <laughs> you better work. Mm-hmm. Carson is there. Ross is there. The whole family's in town. So let's get down to this fucking runway. Mm-hmm. I want to see state. these girls. I want to see Acid Berry is up first. Mm-hmm. She is doing Moneyball. Uh, she sort of takes a... Is this the Alexis Mateo approach with the money? I think she did a lot of different girls. There's a little bit of Raja in there. There's a little bit of Mateo. I see some Yara. Uh, she's got money everywhere on her shoes. There's no money in the hair, but she's smart for giving herself a backdrop. And, she and the does- gold legging is a smart choice. And then it's like gold frosted hair as well. Mm-hmm. She looks fucking good. And a coin belt. It looks, it's very well put together. Very Bob comes clean. out purse first. Mama. In her curtains. Mama, this is an iconic fashion moment. It's a well-made garment. Um, if I had to wear it, I'd want them to shut the lights off, but she's doing it. She, she's giving them she, um she's giving them cookout after the after church. She picked a time period and really went with it. She she let the fabric speak to her and it was mm-hmm. giving her this sort of 1960s kind of feeling. And really it really is kind all about the look. purse. Because the purse is like, it takes us to a time and a place. It puts her in a setting. Like it, it's The purse and the pearls do it for me. The purse and the pearls. Walk into the room pearls first. Mm -hmm. She looks great. And this song or this purse launched a fucking empire. So Mm -hmm. an amazing moment to get to witness. Dax is looking lovely as Hello Kitty. Uh, Nothing, nothing reinvented. It's a simple little... Scoochie dress with a belt and some embellishments. It's good hair, it's good clean. styling. It's clean, yeah. And it's she's carrying clean. she's carrying the kitty. She's a kitty carrier. She is. I'm not mad at this. Not mad uh, at all. It's kind of Hello Kitty Airlines, you know. If a girl wore uh, this now on the runway, she would be dog walked, not catwalked. <laughs> and when you're dog walked, <laughs> everything you wear, you wear. Scooping <laughs> up the hair. Nasha looks like a fucking yard oh, no. sale. This is terrible. This is garbage, Mama. This is exposed well, the, corset. The mug is the mug of the hair, correct? Oh, baby, from from the clavicle up, I'm sold, and I'm paying top dollar. But this, it's a dice fabric in green and taupe <laughs> and red. The shoe is good. She has a little bow on it. She's like, let me put a bow on it. 
This exposed corset looks like it's covered in some sort of glitter paper. It makes her look <laughs> wider in the wrong spots. And then she's got some sort of Christmas crap bow in her hair. Oh, gosh. She probably does not like to rewatch this. I think she should, like, I, I, she's probably had this remade, like, as a custom couture, like, thing. Like, a perfect gold, like, fucking boned corset and, like, the, just a mm. dice dress, but just, like, I mean, she still looks pretty. You can, I mean, there are major problems with the construction mm-hmm. of the, I mean, then there's, like, the, the nude panel that's showing in the back. Her hair and makeup are undeniably beautiful. And I like the gold Christmas ornament on her fucking head. Oh, we have, nine, we have 19 more outfits and they're all better than this one. So <laughs> let's God. keep watching. We have kimchi. I live for the applause. Okay. <laughs> we have kimchi coming out as uh, wow. a hair bear. It's mm-hmm. uh, for a, or a, hairy, a hairy cat. She, Bouncing she says here and there and everywhere. She says it's based on a Givenchy runway. Um, but Mama. Yeah. It's- Clearly knows references and also has a very unique, very camp, very fantastical sort of point of view. This is this is fierce. And making an outfit out of hair is tremendously difficult. It's not crap. Look it looks well put together and well made. Yeah. Cynthia Lee Fontaine does one of your challenges. She does the sugar ball. How would you rate this sugar ball wise? One of the girls calls it a detox knockoff. Oh. That's that's a bit harsh, isn't it? I mean, there's only a few silhouettes that you can do. You're given a corset, so you have an imperative to decorate the corset. So that's what she did. I I think she did well. I don't think it really reminds me of any of the specific girls from the actual candy ball. She did a different color palette. It's very joyful. Um, it's and very. Then she cute. gives them the cuckoo party at the end. <laughs> And she says, yes, I'm going to dazzle them with my ass reveal. Toots. I think she did great. Good marks. Naomi comes out in her boat. Now, this is garbage, Mama, too. This is a garbage barge. This should be going straight to Staten Island. She looks beautiful, but the boat is a fucking mess. And this comes from a girl who did a good boat. Remember, I had the little blue head with the the front of it with the Mackie shoulders. Oh. And then her little blue head is on the back, and it's on the back for a reason. She don't want people to see. You see that? <laughs> you see that? That's garbage. And then Layla says she's in a $5 dress, which I wouldn't say is wrong. It's a great dress, but she, this challenge, I was surprised she wasn't in the bottom. Well... I think the boat was an afterthought because she hated the boat. She like didn't want her boat was not pretty to her. None of none her, of us her boat wanted was not pretty. None of us wanted the boat, but you do what the challenge is. You know? I know. And the actual dress that she's wearing has nothing to do with nautical. It not doesn't even match blue. the boat. Like it would have been funny if she <laughs> made herself look like a giant anchor or something. Like right. and that was her outfit, you know, or like uh, a sailor, a sailor slut. I don't know. Shishi Devane looks a lot better. Um, she fears even with her panty mishap in the workroom. She comes out with the disco ball, looking like a LeMay goddess, looking beautiful. And her outfit is an event. Name Naomi looked beautiful, and her outfit was fine. It wasn't an event at all. Right. 
This, yeah, Shishi Devane looks fucking awesome. I mean, and it's fucking outer space. The... It's silver. It's disco. Mm-hmm. She's fierce. She did a great job. Love it. Giving deuces to the girls. Thorgy Thor. She's giving me a bloody, bloody Statue of Liberty. Like it, This doesn't give me cake in any way. The, it's red velvet. Red velvet, she, if you please. She thought it was couture. Um, I mean, it, I thought she, she was looks referencing cool. New York. With she the- looks sort of like she kind of. If you look at it in the wide, it's kind of giving like a Matthew Anderson, like kind of really look. wide, honey. <laughs> How dare! Um, no, it it's is- sort of Bram Stoker. It's sort of like it. It in no way is giving me cake, but I mean, she looks cool. It gives me cake because. It's white on top and red on the bottom, like red velvet. Okay. And it's the kind of thing you would eat in the dark and feel ashamed of later, much like Georgie. <laughs> Such an <asshole>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Turner Turnta. looks terrible. Um, it's a oh short white God. dress, which does her no favors, with poop bags for nipple <laughs> pasties. It's bad. And her eyebrows, she yanked them up to her hairline and put no eyeshadow in between. She looks like a sad Christmas hooker who has to work on Christmas Eve. And she's like, um, I, I got a UTI, but I still need to get another John in. This is bad. I don't like it. The dog is the best thing on the runway. The shoe was good. Even the bow in the back is pitiful. The bow should have been way bigger. She's it's, and She looks like a Christmas girl. And then Derek comes out doing Christmas actual Christmas challenge and at least Derek <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Dipper's gonna yell at us. We need to keep going. <laughs> you have to repeat it, Alaska. Oh Which joke? Which description? No, is the... <laughs> she looks like <laughs> a sad Christmas girl has <laughs> to work. On Christmas, on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Take it away. Take it <laughs> off the screen, please. <laughs> you can't unsee it, though, right? Isn't it very that? <laughs> <laughs> my sister is convulsing, oh running God. across the room, taking off her headphones. Oh um, my God! Take it off. <laughs> okay. And then Derek, Derek comes Barry. out. We're entering our fourth hour of podcasting today. Uh, Derek Berry is an actual Christmas hooker, and she looks gorgeous. Yeah, this is um, <laughs> this is Cindy Lou who um, grows up and gets turned out, and then she she's trimming her Christmas bush, giving Boxing Day in dress. the back. <laughs> um, again, two bras because this was 2013 um, or 14. What? Why is everyone in a two bra? Girl, you know, they all had to do the two bra. You get the one up there, you put the titty in. There's a good <laughs> sock titty. And then you get the other one, you pull the armpit fat into. It's an accent. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this this looks fine. It doesn't look like there was much effort. Um, she looks hot, though. Derek looks like the kind of girl that would spell effort with an A. So it works for her. She looks hot. You can't take that away. No, I she mean, does. She does. There's not a lot going on, and doing a bra and panty on the first episode is always sort of a kiss of death, and you will be read for it. But if you look great, then like it's sort of like a Courtney Act syndrome. It's like you can wear that. 
This is the that Christmas hooker that you order, but the Christmas hooker you get in the mail is Robbie Turner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Layla looks cool to me. She comes out looking very cool. She looks like uh, th- she came through a fire, uh, like the heat through risers. Through the fire! Slutty little daughter. It's very architectural. She looks good. But again, it's a leotard and some boots. The, and I saw the tights. They were ripped. Um, but she's got burn detail. Like this whole, the whole me, detailing of the shoulder is fierce. And all the girls were wearing ripped tights for apocalyptic. So for me, it gave me apocalyptic. Yeah. So I liked it. But according to the judges, the safe girls are Bob, Dax. We're going to take a break and then find out who the other ones are. are back and there are some safe dolls and RuPaul is really shady to the safe girls this season. Mm-hmm. She's like, and safe is not a word that I associate with America's next drag superstar. You bitches in the back are all safe. Like, she's really shady. She says Bob the Drag Queen, Dax, Cynthia, Shishi Devane, Thorgy Thor, you all are safe. Mm-hmm. For now. And the top girls are basically Kimchi, Acid Betty, and who's the other top? Because the girls left on stage are Nasha, Acid, Kimchi, Naomi, Robbie, Derek, and Layla. I Was Naomi wh- in the top? No. What? I think Derek was. I think they just wanted yeah. to tell her. Oh. Derek you... did look great. I understand yeah. that. They just wanted to tell her, like, don't be Britney. Good but for Derek topping. Britney. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. They, um, the bottom... Acid better. <laughs> Girl, they, they Acid have Acid so... better. Look, it says it under also save. <laughs> they have acid so... better. <laughs> they have so many cuts of acid... <laughs> being mad every time Cutting. somebody gets a nice critique and Cutting especially eyes. in the next it's... episode too oh my god with that big headpiece we'll talk about that next time but um kimchi is basically told she's given a love letter but she told her walk was like a character choice and she's like oh it yeah was it was diabolical <laughs> um uh Rue yeah. asked layla if she should be in the bottom and layla says no and she thinks naomi's look is the least put together and they asked Naomi if she agrees, and Naomi says, no. <laughs> Shady cunts. Honey. Which brings us to our new segment for season eight. Mm. We bandied about many names. We way bandied. We did. Um, and we went to a modeling agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were thinking of um, Naomi Nuggets. Um, uh... <laughs> She she is of course all leg, no dairy. Every day is leg day. She is known for her fashion model behavior. She's blunt. She's honest. She's blunt. She's cunt. And, and she's not here to stunt Tunty. It's <laughs> Naomi Small Talk. Okay. So what made you want to audition for Drag Race? And did they ask you or did Raven encourage you or did mommy put in a good word? 
Um, I definitely think that mommy put in a good word at the time. I was like, uh, I mean, I was seriously just such a drag race fan and Raven was like my number one. So competing in her like competition in Pomona at 18 mm. was like really the only thing you could do when you were under 21 in California or at least okay. in Southern California. Thanks, Wes. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks Wes. DJ Wes01. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> At AOL.com, boots. <laughs> and I used to go to, like, Oasis. Like, that was my first drag show ever. And wow. I saw, like, Mayhem and Adore. And I don't think Raven was working there at that time. But, um, and, like, Nuber Styles. I'm trying to think of all the queens. Oh, Mystic. Glenn Allen. Yeah, yeah Glenn Allen. Mm. And I was just, I was just, I just was watching, and I was like, this seems like something that would be, um, in the same vein as like my like Christian musical theater background in Redlands, California, but also my like growing interest in like hair and makeup, and thinking yeah. I was like a fierce fag from Tumblr.com. <laughs> you are a fierce fag, bitch. So that first episode, what was it like when? you walk in and you do that photo shoot with all the previous winners. What was it like? Hey, you were first girl in the room too. That was, that was big. That means, that means they loved you in confidence. And did you see Raven there too? Before the photo shoot? Did you know she was on set? She was there doing, yeah, she was pushing the, she was, uh, the windows challenge. She came out with the curtains that's right i knew she was gonna be uh featured on season eight i just had no idea what episode it was gonna be on i totally forgot i remember like that was like such a moment seeing her come out with the curtains and i was like oh wow this is like really happening um <laughs> and i looked i remember making the really bad executive decision to bleach my eyebrows and like not fill them in for the workroom. <laughs> <laughs> i think you looked cool i think you looked like a fashion alien as a boy and as a girl I would not have stood even in the same room with you, bitch. You shut it down. Oh, Ridiculous. I, I appreciate it. It's like watching when I watch season eight or see like photos from it. Like that person is so young in so many ways of like the way that they perceive or like want to be perceived. But um, doing the photo shoot with everyone, I think that was like the cool, one of the coolest things. I wish it was more like that. Like I wish Drag Race was like America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Or someone who just loves taking pictures and feels confident in that setting. Um, but it definitely felt real, I think, when Rue walks in the workroom for the first time. Because that's, like, yeah. the first time they, like, break, you know? Like, the cameras have to, like, reassess and, like, they're working on, like, they're telling yeah. you to shut up for the first time. Um, ice! You're on ice! Yeah, that's when it feels like, oh, shit, this is, like, really happening. <laughs> And Naomi will be back each week with a little tidbit and insight from her season. We're so grateful that she's joining us for, for this Classico season. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, back the winner the is Kim Chai. Mm-hmm. Hello. She wins $3,000. And she from says... selfieonastick.com. What a random number, 3000 Yeah. You know it was big like, money for them back then. You know yeah. it was... They didn't if, throw around cash prizes like that back then. That's a big that's a big one. Yeah, yeah but here's the thing. Do, they didn't do that on season seven. This is the first season they're doing that. If, Honey. If, if somebody 
because we were told this by one of the guys that sponsored the hair in season seven, to get your name mentioned and your product mentioned on the show, it costs a hundred thousand dollars. So for them to give 3% of that to the winner, that's more generous than it was last season. So they literally, the selfie on a stick people paid world of wonder a hundred thousand dollars and the winner of the challenge got 3000 and world of wonder got 97,000. That's how that worked guys. If you're listening, um, and and Kim says now I can finally be the Asian tourist that I always wanted to be. <laughs> the Which bottom two, we are left with Nasha Lopez and Layla McQueen. Uh, the and look devastation on their faces. I feel bad for them because I First really episode. think oh, I really think rough. that that Robbie should have been in the bottom for his dog look. But his photo, his mini challenge photo was great. Or her mini challenge. I don't know. Um, And I think it also is going to come down to who's going to be sort of, who's going to give interview, who's going to be shady. And Robbie was doing that. Agitating the other people. And creating sparks and conflict. Layla was being a shy girl. And no, she's a little shy and she's just kind of a nice, like, well-adjusted, quiet person. Like, she's lovely. And funny, but, she does. She did have a couple of quips in this episode that made me laugh. But like in this lip sync, she starts off by taking off her hat first off. I wish she would have saved that for the chorus and like flung it at somebody. It's <laughs> applause by Lady Gaga and there is very little applause or clapping. Yeah. And this is just, um, it's it's a, a moment that Nisha I wish says, was a second. Check out this leg. <laughs> She's Girl. keeping that leg out. Perched, honey. Nasha's giving it's giving me theme park drag, and once she starts hitting the <laughs> once theme she, park, it is because she's smiling and she's being happy, happy, happy. But once yeah. she starts hitting that eight count, it lost me. And none of the girls in the back are into it. None of them are bobbing along. They're like all hand folded. Thorgy's looking down the line to see if people are liking it, <laughs> and nobody is. Nobody is. But Thorgy's Damn. trying to get into. You know, Thorgy's probably stealing everybody's drinks in the back. Um, Girl. This is not a good lip sync. Layla won, though. Um, and I feel like Nation's She does. She, and you know what I think won it? The floor work. Layla gives us some very nice floor work. And she's like, I don't know the choreography, and I'm not even going to try to do that. I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to feel it and, like, and like do what I do. And mm-hmm. I, that won the day for her. Yeah. And... In a shocking elimination, Nasha Lopez is sent away first. And very gracious exit. And she says, now good luck with all these monsters, Mary. (laughs) Which is lovely. And y'all check the penmanship on this mirror message. I think it's some of the best penmanship we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Die tomorrow, live tonight. I didn't know this RuPaul song, but I guess it happened. Um, It happened. This was the second season of Untucked that was aired on YouTube, not Logo or VH1. Mm. And I think that's because the show was increased to 90 minutes. But um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Bob got up the gumption to set, to get all the safe queens to get up and critique each other's outfits, which was funny. Damn. Bob is so good on this show. God. And Cynthia. Bob is great. Cynthia talks about the dangers of Clumpy Pump and... The fact that she needs to massage her pump so it won't clump. Um, I'm rolling the sill. Roll the sill, girl. Um, Get my rolling pin out of my suitcase, please. 
<laughs> Naomi's roll the sill. get the Theragun. I need to pound my pump. Ooh, um, <laughs> don't do that. Naomi don't break it down. Naomi doesn't get upset that Layla threw her under the stage, under the bus on the main stage. She's fine with I'm it. I'm fine I mean, with it, girl. She knows what she looks like. She did not. And at this point, here's a little um, nugget. Naomi was not a fan of yours truly when she did this show. Um, of you? No. And the fact that she got Why? assigned the challenge I won, I think that's ir- ironic. I don't know. Why did she hate you? You'd have to ask her. But we're great well, friends now. Enough okay. so that I shared the best wig guy in the world with her number. Okay. Um, but yeah, you'd have to ask her. But like, she, yeah, it was she was not a fan. So the fact that she had to imitate my challenge in my color, baby, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. $5 dress. Um, <laughs> we're friends we get now, a hint, as you can tell. <laughs> we get a hint of the Derek and Bob tension um, in this Untucked, which is going to be something that plays out over this entire season. And, you know, Nasha is out. But you know what? I have a feeling <laughs> we haven't seen the last of Miss Nasha Lopez. You haven't seen the last of Nasha. And we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to write a review of our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. Take a moment to leave us a rating, too, for our special two and a half hour episode. Do it. And you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Plus. You get access to all of the mom shows ad-free and many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this podcast, Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. You can follow you dolls <laughs> on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is Race Chaser Pod. If you're on TikTok, our Mom Podcast account is Mom Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Yes, and email us anytime at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week for more discussion, dissection, dissection and, and dissemination. And now we are Christmas hookers. We're after <laughs> Christmas Eve, but we're also walking the dog. Despite a Yuletide UTI. <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom! To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000.